In the very thought of Jesus, His presence can be found. He's as close as the mention of His name. There is never any distance between my Lord and me. He's as close as the mention of His name. In the very hour of struggle, so many times I found He's as close as the mention of His name Just to breathe the name of Jesus Can turn everything around He's as close as the mention of His name He's as close as the mention of His name Lovely Jesus Jesus He's as close as the mention of His name Lovely Jesus
They call his name In the very thought of Jesus, His presence can be found. He's as close as the mansion. He's as close as the mansion. He's as close as the mansion of his name. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the most important part of the service, which is the word of God. Amen. The Bible lets us know that by a prophet, Israel crossed the Red Sea and went into the promised land. This morning, we have our own prophet in the house of God to take us into the promised land. So with much excitement, please rise to your feet and help me welcome to the platform, my father, your pastor, Pastor Chris. Invisible hands will show you the way. Have faith in the Lord. He's always beside you. So pray and pray and believe. Invisible Sing it again. Hand. Invisible hand. Invisible hand. They are waiting to guide are you. Waiting to guide you. Invisible hand. They will show you the way. We'll show you the way. Faith in the Lord. Have faith in the Lord. He's always, always beside, beside you. you. Thank you, Jesus. So pray and believe and, and help you receive from invisible Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven. Father, we thank you that we can gather around your word. Thank you for this, the ministry and ministrations that has gone before the word. Our hearts were blessed with the testimonies and the ministration of song. Now receive all the honor and the glory and the praise as we break the bread of life. We pray that every heart and every mind will become receptive and that it will become soft soil on which the seed will fall. Come Holy Spirit, have your own way. We surrender to you. Move amongst us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated on top of your enemies.
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Have you enjoyed the testimonies this morning? We don't always have time for testimonies, but this morning we felt those were too powerful testimonies, and it also lines up with something I want to speak to you about this morning. Amen. Are you happy? Praise the Lord. The joy of the Lord will strengthen you. Now, if you were here last week and you sat on the sand, but now you have been lifted higher, just wave to me. I want to see. Were you sand people? You have now become stable land. It's called stability, stable land. Then there are still others in the sand. Wave to me, this other, the, the current sand people. Your turn is coming next week. Amen. Your turn will be next week. But we thank God that the progress is moving. And I'm sure you can all see that we are extending, extending. This month is the last month for you to bring your pledge so we can finish. I think we still need to pay the company for more concrete. So we need everyone that made a pledge to give some donation at the end of February to please honor that. And if you are here and you did not have a chance to give something but you'd like to do, then Pastor Charlie or somebody who does the offering will give you that opportunity. All right? Is it good to see God's house is moving forward? Yes. Wonderful. We have great, great programs lined up for you as soon as we have a complete flow. Amen. There's already one wedding book two weeks from now on this floor. Praise the Lord. All right, now let me go to the Word of God with you this morning. And I'm so blessed that the Lord's hand was on Pastor Derek. And also to make a way for Chelsea and Jade. It's beautiful. Hallelujah. Turn your Bibles with me, please. To the book of John. John chapter 1, verse 46. John chapter 1, verse 46. My message is in, entitled this morning, Expect the Supernatural in Your Life. Expect the Supernatural in Your Life. Amen. In Afrikaans, the message is called, Boom, Takumiya Hallelujah. In English, it is expect the supernatural in your These people that testified, they, they experienced it. And you too will experience it. Hallelujah. It's part of the package. When you come to Jesus, then you will see supernatural things. Unexplainable things. Miracles, signs, and wonders. So get ready for what God is about to do for you. John chapter 1 verse 46. Nathanael said unto Jesus, or Nathanael said unto him, this was the disciple who came to tell Nathanael about Jesus. And Nathanael said unto him, can they 
can there any good come, any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said unto him, come and see, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. Nathanael said unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said, Before that Philip called thee, when you were still under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, which means teacher, thou art truly the Son of God. Thou art the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto you, I saw you under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. Amen. Thou shalt see greater things than these. May the Lord bless the reading and the preaching of his word. Hallelujah. When you come to Jesus Christ, then there are many uh, episodes or phases or chapters in your life where you will experience God's goodness, God's blessing, and God's great things. Amen? Because how many agree that God is a good God? God is an awesome God. He's a good God. And something important is that nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. And this morning I want to share with you that uh, you must... You must expect God to do things that you cannot explain. Yes, this is part of the privileges that you have. Of course, there's always conditions to the privileges that the Lord has for us. God doesn't just, God is not the Father Christmas that is just coming to hand out gifts to you. But this morning, first we must believe and understand that supernatural or greater things will happen. He said to Nathaniel, you were surprised that I could tell you where you were, but even greater things than this will you see. Hallelujah. Greater things than this will you see. So nobody must think that what you have now is currently the best God can do for you. It's a mistake. Greater things than what you have seen, you will see. Glory to God. Even if your coming to BMI is, uh, is for you something supernatural, be part of a great church, but even greater things, even greater things than these, you will see. You will also see signs and wonders. What is a sign? A sign is something that makes you wonder. Like Derek said, he wondered how, how was it possible? It's a sign and it's a wonder. Glory to God. God is the God of signs and wonders. Bishop Dag said one day, if you, want to, if you don't believe in miracles and you don't believe in wonders, then you must cut out all the scriptures and passages in the Bible that explains the wonderful miracle hand of God. Then you will see you left with very small part of the Bible left because the Bible is full of wonders, full of signs and full of miracles. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And you as a believer, you are also promised these wonderful miracles and signs. Your life is no longer going to be boring, not dull. 
No more ordinary, but extraordinary. No longer natural, but supernatural. But remember he said to Philip, to, to Nathaniel, if you believe. <laughs> you might be sitting here and say, Pastor, I have not experienced it. The thing is now, you didn't believe it. So what I'm saying to you this morning, you must believe it. Then you will see it. Remember the story of uh, Elijah who said that the cow's dung will be sold for so much? And in other words, he said the economy will change tomorrow. The economy was in a drought. And he said tomorrow everything will change. And the man said it's, can, it cannot be possible. And he said because you did not believe, you will see it, but you won't taste it. So if you are a doubter, you are in dangerous ground because you see, if you watch me, you're going to see constant miracles and signs in my life, in what we do. Last week we made it so clear that even to build what we are building is a miracle. We were, my wife was quoting this uh, Psalm 118 verse 23. Yes, it says, it is the Lord's doing. It's not my doing. I don't have money to do these things. It is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. Hallelujah. People will say of you, this is the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. Glory to God. So, you, so why should you expect the supernatural? Number one, because God is a God who does wonders. That's why you must expect the supernatural. Exodus 15 verse 11, Moses says, these wonderful prayer words. He says, Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? There's no other people who saw the hand of God than the Israelites who left Egypt. To see a Red Sea split in two and open in dry ground. No, no, no. When they got to the other side, Miriam started to sing the song of praise. Who is like unto thee, O God? Who is like unto thee? A God of wonders. Hey, when they were hungry, hmm, uh, from heaven, the, the clouds rained bread. Can you imagine? No scientist today, no historian can explain. There's no geographical, scientific, chemistry explanation for bread falling from heaven. The closest thing we get to bread falling from heaven is if, if you eat a fresh piece of bread from the bakery, then you say it tastes like heaven. An engel it up my tongue and not gemaakt. Ooh. So you, you use heavenly language to explain how nice it is. But this, <laughs> this was real bread from heaven. The manna. God is wonderful, I tell you. So they even complained a little bit and then the, then the, then the birds fell from the sky. So they could have some, some bird stew. Chicken, I don't know, it wasn't chickens because chickens can't fly, but it was something similar. Something nice. Dave Carey. Dave Pochikos. They made Pochikos with lovely bird stew. That was their meat and also 
the provision of the manna. Glory to God, who is like unto thee. So that, that, that is why you will get miracles because God is a God of miracles. God is a God of wonders. Secondly, when he spoke to Nathaniel in the text I read to you, he told Nathaniel that you will see greater things. Amen. And then th thirdly, Jesus Christ, when he spoke to John, uh, sorry, to this guy Nicodemus, he said, those that are born of the Spirit will be unpredictable. Listen to this. In John 3 verse 8, he says, the wind blows where it wants to. Put it in the NLT, then maybe it sounds nice. NLT. The wind blows wherever it wants to. Just as you can hear the wind, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can't explain people that are born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. You can't explain it. It is unpredictable. It is invisible. It is unfathomable. Just like the wind. You can feel the wind, but you can't see it. You don't know where it comes from. And you don't even know where it is going, but you know it is there. It's unexplainable. It's inexplainable or unexplainable. I don't know which is the correct term. You let in the English school. But you can't explain it. This is the miraculous power of God. And you see, you will not think that Christianity is exciting if you have not experienced the hand of God in a supernatural way. Oh, yes. Have faith to believe. And you will receive from the invisible hand. God is alive and God is real. And once you, end, well, once you step out to this carpet to say you want Jesus in your life, then you can start to expect supernatural things. You know, in life, there's processes and principles you must follow if you want to accomplish anything. But there's, there's something that supersedes these principles and processes. That's if God intervenes. Hey, when God intervenes, then, then, then things are speeded up. Because a man with, with little education, there's, no there's not a big chance in life that he will be very prosperous. But with God, but with God, this thing can change around. I know people who are earning more than those who went to university. Yes. I studied very long at university, but when I know people who, who, who didn't come close, <laughs> even cleaners, but God makes a way where there seems to be no way. Because he works in ways you cannot see. And you must expect it. Don't, don't go into a, like a dullness and say, yeah, it got me me. That's why I don't like this chorus. My father used to like, and, 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 and uh, Chestnut Place people used to like, I'll have it up, I'll have it up, 
Badan badi ya remutek beli. It can always be like that. Da komatait. Ekse da komatait man. Badi ya radia kom. Boom, akome ya radia. Aikhan dia kom. You must expect it. Expect it. Don't say no, God has forgotten me. The Lord came to Jeremiah while he was treading the wine press. He said, mighty man of valor, I have an assignment for you. He said, me, I'm the least of the people of my tribe. We from the tribe of Benjamin, we are the worst of the tribes of Israel. The Lord said, you are a mighty man of valor. He said, I come from a God forsaken place. You know, when you're in a place that you think, it's, it's God forsaken. How many of you come from a God forsaken place? He said, and there was no miracles in my family or in my father's family. In the previous day, there was nothing. All we had to do was work, work, work under the curse of the sweat running from the brow. But God said, I've come to visit you. You see, you will never understand the power of prayer. When you pray, you invite God into your situation. Oh yeah. And when you pray, you invite angels down. From the natural realm, from the supernatural, they come into the natural realm. This is the power of prayer. You're inviting God, you're inviting miracles, you're inviting angels. Because God won't just stick out with a Father Christmas suit, with a bag full of toys for you. You must invite Him. The spiritual rules of engagement is that you invite Him into your situation. God doesn't bombard areas He's not welcome. You must call Him. Call unto me. Call unto me. And I will show you what? Great and mighty things which you do not even know. You can't skip a prayer meeting or think prayer is not important. As I was sitting there, I realized that I need to let all these singers pray before they come on stage. These choir people pray. These dancers must pray. Because then you're inviting the Almighty, Jehovah Elohim, come in, come in. And you will see signs and wonders in front of your very eyes. Because God can do all things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The invisible works of God. Then number four, he, Jesus also promised that we will see signs and wonders. In Mark 16 verse 17, I like the scripture. And these are the signs that shall follow them that believe, King James Version. These are the signs that shall follow them that believe. Now look again, it doesn't say these are the signs that shall follow the pastor. It doesn't even say these are the signs that will follow your prophet, your apostle, your man of God. No. For everyone who? Everyone who? Hallelujah. What are the signs? In my name, you will cast out devils. If you, if you were here last week, or was it the evening? You saw devils, devils being moved around here. 
Devils can sit nice and still in you. But when the presence of God is here, they start to manifest. They can't. You didn't even know you had a devil. They think this man is so. They think this straight. They think this is because they think this is the devil in you. In my name, you shall cast out devils. You, I'm not talking about the pastor. You, that's supernatural. A demon can't be seen. It's a, it's a spirit. It's a disembodied spirit. Are you with me? He enters into bodies to operate. But as you enter into your small cell group, and there's a person with a demon strongly possessed, Derek Prince said, Christians cannot be possessed by devils. They can be oppressed by devils, but not possessed. Possession is when the devil takes over completely. And then you're beyond control. Like he was saying, this woman who goes out in the night to knock on the doors. That's devils. That made the man of Gadara just go and cut himself, run into the tombs and take off all his clothes. Devils do that. Devils lead you to the ultimate form of madness. Yeah. If, if there's any sign of madness in you or a little bit beyond what is normal, then demons are involved. Be it known unto you. Because the, the ultimate aim is to make you totally from your trolley. Yeah. So when people act strange, then I always wonder, who will devil say Jay and you? But you will cast them out in Jesus' name. So when you come into your cell, you will see the manifestation. I told you of Pastor Evron who said how, how the, the lady fell under the power while he was praying. He was more shocked than the lady. He saw a sign and a wonder. Then he said the usher who caught the lady also fell under the power. He said he's never prayed so powerful before. <laughs> you will all see it happen in your lives. Expect the supernatural. Don't just settle for at Hamane this year of the visi. That's a long year this year of the visi. God's power is a verklikheid. God's power is real. And you will see it manifest in your life. Those that were close to, to normal people, opens to people that belong to Jesus. We have multiple testimonies. My life is a testimony. When, I, when everything is closed for people, God opens the door and I find favor with God. I enter where nobody can enter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyway, let me stay, let me stay. Are you still with me? He said, these are the signs. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. They drink any deadly thing. And it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Do you see the whole package here? So now you, well-behaved Christian, you don't see the supernatural. It's because you're not following this whole package. There must be devils and demons. One day I cut my hair at a place, at a hairdresser, and this lady heard I was a pastor. You know when people hear you're a pastor, they always want to talk holy things. So she said to me, Oh, you're a man of God. You're a pastor. I said, yes, I'm a pastor. She said, something very strange happened in our church on Sunday. 
I said, what? She said, my pastor prayed for a woman and she started to scream. And we realized it was a devil in her. And the people wanted to run out by the door. But the pastor said, don't be afraid. Everybody just stretch your hands and pray for this devil. And I realized this thing never happens in the church. That's why the people thought it strange and wanted to escape by the door. Because you know when a devil goes out, he wants to go into another body also. So they thought if he comes out. <laughs> no, this is true. Bishop Dag once told me that when he prayed for somebody that was demon possessed, the devil asked him, the demons speak through the person. They use the vocal cords of the people. And the devil asked him, can I go into this person standing next to me? Hey! And he said, no, I rebuke you. You can't go there. He said, then I can go to the lady on my left. He, he, he wanted to enter a body. But the man of God was, he said, no, you can't. So the demon asked to be, go, to be sent into the chickens that was in the yard. And then he commanded them and they went into the chickens. And the chickens ran all over the show. Say, pit, 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 demons. So you can't use the argument you don't eat pork because the devils went into the swine. Then you mustn't eat chicken also because in this case, the devils went into the chicken. But you shall see signs and wonders for them that believe. Hallelujah. Now just quickly, Pastor, how, how, how can these things happen? I also want to experience the wonderful hand of God. Amen. So, you must believe God in order to experience the supernatural. This is what was said to uh, Mary and Martha when he came to raise their brother from the dead, you see. This is the paramount, most important factor in receiving the supernatural is to believe. Jesus told Jairus, don't be afraid. Only believe, you see. And you must expect it. You must expect it. Uh, John eleven thirty nine. he said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of Jesus, of him that was dead, sorry, she said unto him, Lord, by this time my brother stinketh, for he had been dead for four days. Jesus said unto her, said I not unto thee, if you would believe. If you would what? You would see the glory of God. Praise the Lord. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And he lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you hear me. And I know that you always hear me, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that you have sent me. Glory to God. If you want to experience something greater, something supernatural, you must believe that it is gonna and it's coming to happen to you. Amen. You must believe the word of God and you must believe the voice of God. If God said, these are the signs that shall follow them that believe. Then it will follow you. You will speak in tongues. What I'm trying to say is that you can't be uh, nonchalant about Christianity. You can't casual with God. You must become a permanent, strong believer. 
Are you with me? So when the Bible says that early church came together to pray daily in the temple, then you must think, hey, maybe I must be more active in the house of God and pray more. Yes. But if they spoke in tongues, you must say, hey, I also want the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I also want to speak in tongues. You can't just lay back idly and say, but for those that press in, they will receive and they will see the hand of God. Hallelujah. You must be a strong believer if you want to see God work. Are you hearing me? If you believe, he said to Martha, then you will see the glory of God. And this is the eternal rule. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. I have seen the glory of God in my life. Hallelujah. I believed in the call of God. I left my secular work and I came to work for the Lord. And the, the guy that was at the de Department of Education, he told me, are you sure you want to do this? Because you're not going to receive a lot of money because you have to work 30 years before you can get the big pension. You all know that, isn't it? When somebody dies that's old, there's normally a huge pension payer. But if you just worked a few years, there's nothing much for you. And he asked me, he was a brother in the church, but he was a senior at the education department. He said, how long have you been teaching? I, I, that time I was teaching like eight years. I said, but God called me to the ministry. He said, really? Was much so mark you? And I You won't have money for a car, you won't have money. But I believed God. I believe that God will take care of me if I obey His will. And I do for him no matter what the cost. Hallelujah. And I've seen the glory of God. Praise God. In the ministry. Oh, hallelujah. I've traveled to all the continents. That's not Australia. I've traveled to all the continents. Because of this ministry that they said, you will be suffering and be poor. No, 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 no. I believe God. Beyond the calculations. Beyond the pencil and the book. God is a God of the supernatural. And of the impossible. Hallelujah. And I gave myself wholly to the Lord and to the ministry. And I abandoned my teaching. And focused in this work. And that God has taken care of me. And it has led me to the glory of God. Glory is something that makes you shine. Yeah. As I said, I've traveled to preach. I've seen the glory of God. People wait and receive me at airports with, with, with excitement. I'm sure if you get off the airport, there's nobody here, only the, the Uber driver that's waiting for you. No, but when I go, the people wait with excitement. When I went to Uganda some years ago, there was a delay in the in the arrow in the at the at the airport. You know how these African officials always try to get money out of the tourists. So they were trying to, to arrest me and I didn't want, I said. But I knew my people, 
it was a long time they kept me in the behind to sort out my stuff, looking for money. So I was concerned that the people that came to fetch me might thought that I was not on the plane. Do you see? Because I needed to push through. But after about an hour, <clears throat> we pushed through. And as I came out of the, of the, of the, you exit to see the people. The people that were waiting for me there, they went on their knees. It's almost like they were so, they were so uh, nervous that maybe I didn't come. The Grand Maribu, the, the, the chief musician hasn't come. But when I entered, they went onto the floor like, like, they, like they worship. And I said, no, 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 you can't worship. They said, oh, pastor, you won't believe. Oh, we just trusted God for you to come. But in my secular work, nobody welcomed me. I didn't see any glory, just ungratefulness and unthankfulness. But once I believe God, if you believe Mary, Martha, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Hallelujah. I met people I would never have met if I did not say yes to the Lord. I tell you. I saw presidents in front of me. Great men of God that you will never believe you can see. I saw in front of me. Oral Roberts, Richard Roberts, uh, Mario Vega, Benny in himself. Yes. Archbishop Duncan Williams. And I have pictures to prove. Well, a capella. The apostle of prayer. Yes, Mike Murdoch. I sat behind the desk of Mike Murdoch. It's the glory of God. The, the resident pastor at Mike Murdoch just asked me, would you like something to eat? Uh, I said, yes. I said, she said what? I said, Chick-fil-A. Now you don't know Chick-fil-A is like Kentucky Fried Chicken in America. I'm taking you to America soon. We have a missionary there. Amen. So I said, Chick-fil-A. She pulled her face with the others. Chick-fil-A. For me, that was nice, you see. But for them, that was like, we don't eat that low-class food here. <laughs> and then they ordered me gourmet food. You know gourmet? I'm talking about the glory of God. I, shouldn't, I would not have got that. Who am I? Who am I and where do I come from? Jeremiah said, I'm a, I'm a man of the lowest tribe. But this is the honor you give me, Lord. Yes, because he said, if you believe, Chris, I will show you my glory. I will show you my glory. Once we landed at an airport and when we got off the plane, they don't do this only for presidents. There's a car that waits for you privately to take you from there to where your guest is. They've arranged everything through the security. You will also see the glory of God. But you must believe. You know, I was blessed with things that I, I, I don't, I'm not attached to things. 
One day the Lord gave me something from a person. I preached in the church and the man said he wanted to give me a gift. And the gift was so huge, I realized that God is just trying to show me that I mustn't look for earthly things. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The things will be given to you. The man gave me this valuable item and I held it in my hand. And he was concerned. He thought that uh, I wasn't happy. He said, are you, are you not happy? I can give you something. I said, no, it's not that I'm not happy. I'm surprised at the greatness of God. What God can do. You will see the glory of God. You will see it in your lifetime. Hallelujah. The glory of God in provision. I saw the glory of my pastoral work. This is my pastoral work. This is glory. There are people that have been pastors for years. It's not easy. It's a hard thing to gather people. You don't know because you haven't tried. Break weg and gaat begin jou eie keer. Ek kyk jou swaar as dit. And I've seen the glory of God. In the provision for me and in the church work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then people sit still while I'm talking. It's glory. You must speak here for an hour. We see who will be left when you are done. <laughs> You'll see the glory of God. People will sit and wait and remember every word you say. I'm often surprised when I meet people after many years and they say, one day you said this and this and that and I can't remember that I said this and this and that. It's a glory to God. It's a glory from God. Are you listening? You too will see the glory of God, but you must believe. Hallelujah. If you believe, do not be a doubting Thomas. Okay, second lastly, I'm coming to a close. If you are born again, you must not just believe, but you must become obedient. So number one key, if you want to see supernatural things happen in your life, you must believe and now you must obey God. Are you guys listening to me at the back there? You must obey the instruction you get from the word of the Lord. So if you're not receiving anything, maybe you're not obeying God's instruction. Small, small instructions are coming to you, you're not obeying it. In John chapter 2 verse 4, one of the great miracles Jesus did was to turn water into wine. How many of you remember that? Yeah. Turn water into wine. And in that chapter... It was his mother Mary who said to the people, whatever, in verse 5, whatever he says unto you, you must do it. There it is. Put it in yellow so they can see it. Whatever he said unto you, do it. This is obedience. Then you will see the great miracles of God. Hallelujah. The master key for seeing supernatural things is obedience. Amen. Obedience. Whatever he says, you must do. You must do it. 
you must be obedient to the word of the lord hallelujah when god said we must build the tabernacle or the cathedral i said lord it's so difficult you know i went to a somebody told me i must go see a, a architect but because not a normal draftsman could draw the size of a, so he took me to this white man uh somewhere in uh but i could see these were professional architects <laughs> so i came into the room and 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 i showed them i told them what i wanted to do and they said hmm so how much do you think this project will cost ek dink hier ek het ons nie geld nie maar ek het 'n woord van u gehoor dat ek moet vir u 'n plek bou hier a temple ek dink nou hoeveel gaat ek sê so there was a, a calendar on his on the side of his wall something with number 15 ek sê 15 million <laughs> i say hmm. so if that's the price do you know how much you must pay the architect because the architect gets a percentage of the total cost of the project you see ek sê daai ek dink nee man die mense they don't understand so every time people come to ask me what is your budget i i say i don't have a budget man i work for god god said i must just do this big thing and i do it how will it get, be completed i don't know it's by faith and obedience to his word i'm doing this and you shall see it but you won't taste it is the people who don't believe when they see god come through for you they are kind of embarrassed you see but they also don't have the humility to say that one sister came here and said ons het altyd gewet deze man van god ek sê jy lieg man hoekom moet jy maar aan verlaat as jy gewet het ek is 'n man van god hoekom sê jy my verlaat nou wat sê die glorie van god sien nou sê dit jy glo Blessed are they who believe and have not seen. Then you who first want to see, now you believe. If you believe, you'll see it. And if you obey, Mary said, gave them the key. Listen, whatever this man tells you to do, just do it. And the water was turned into wine. Hallelujah! The supernatural, the supernatural. And lastly, as I close. as i close have you are you learning yes. to receive the supernatural there are more keys but of course it's sunday morning so we can't speak all day one of the there are more keys but i'm giving you believe god obey god and number three now you must press in you see you must press your way into the supernatural what do you mean pastor i will explain it Luke 16 verse 16 the Bible says the law and the prophets were until John since that time the kingdom of God is preached and every man presses into it and every man presses into it hallelujah now here's a very important key listen just for a few few more minutes I'm closing when you are born again <coughs> You must press your way into the things of God. 
Are you listening to me? Otherwise, you will never experience what I'm preaching about today. You won't experience wonders and miracles and signs unless you press hard to enter. The devil is already upset that you came to say, Jesus, I want to follow you, you see. And he's not going for you to, he's not going to sit back and, 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 and see you being glorified and being honored and being, uh, enjoying the privileges that God has to give you. No, he's coming to be an obstacle. He's coming to cause harassment to you. Are you listening? He doesn't want you to, to have the victory. And he will fight you every way on your spiritual journey. So if you are a lazy Christian, you can't get up early to pray. You can't read your Bible. You can't press in to come here in the morning to help us. I'm afraid you are not pressing in. Are you with me? You say, oh no, when pastor calls for prayer, it's for those jealous, jealous, mad people who just, the few that's here. You see, if pastor calls an evening service, oh no, it's just for a, I don't have a problem if you don't come. Don't, don't think I, I'm forcing you to come. Yes, people that I minister to, but I'm explaining why you don't see the supernatural. Because you are too lackadaisical, too lazy, too trachmany attitude. So you just wonder why God is not coming through for you. But there are others who press in. It's, it's a, you must press violently to get close. Are you with me? You can't be lazy. You won't make it. The law and the prophets will tell John, but now you must press. Don't sit back and think, no, I'm a good person. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I come at least to church once a week. No, 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 no. That's not pressing hard into the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Now as I close in John 5, there was a man like that. He was lying at the pool of Bethesda. An impotent man. He said, Lord, every time when I want to come for my miracle, others press in before me. That's not the attitude. You must press in. You must press in. A lot of the stuff we're enjoying is because of my association with certain people in the ministry. But for me to be associated with these people, I had to press in. Are you with me? Now, I'm giving you a small example so you can get it. Like many of you, you won't even make an effort to want to come to me to say who you are. What You see, you're not really interested in pressing in for more of supernatural things. When, when I, when I, you know, the Pastor Lafoy, I, he preached here some time ago while we were in the tent. He's my spiritual father. But when I started the ministry here, I really didn't have a father. I was an orphan. So I phoned him and I said to him, look, I don't want to start the church as an orphan. I, 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 I need someone. And it was almost as if he didn't have time for me then. Are you with me? I'm trying to explain how the devil can make you just say, nah, ich am a loss. Hello? Ich am a net loss. That's not pressing in to receive 
from the Lord what you need to receive. Are you with me? And the day he had to meet me, I was set up to meet him. He was in Cape Town. I was willing to fly all the way. He was in Cape Town and he said, I, sorry, my hour that I had is now, is now cut to only 30 minutes because I have other appointments. All these things the enemy wanted to block me from being connected to something that might lift me in the kingdom. Are you with me? And I, and I pushed in and I came there and I took and I sat for that 30 minutes. And that 30 minutes has made me now in, uh, come into a relationship with someone that has also introduced me to other worldwide people. Wow. And I drink in. I say not, I can't from Delft not. I can't there loop not. make a way. But you must press in. I remember the story when I first met Benny in. My wife is a very respectable person as you all can see. But because I grew up in the poor areas, I, I was a little bit more rough. So I told her, sweetie, that man is gonna, the, the meeting was finished. And they were, uh, up there in the private lounge, but I was in the VIP lounge. The VIPs couldn't go in where the main guys go in. The VVIPs. You get VIP and VVIP. Very important person, but very, very important person. What are you? Ask your neighbor, what are you? Yeah, yeah. So listen. So we sat there and the, 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 the VIP started going home. They thought they might see this man of God. You see? But then they said, oh, it was past one in the morning. The service finished at 11 o'clock. The people were starting to go. It was only my wife and myself and a few other young people, young pastors in the area. And she also said, I think we must go. It's getting late. I'm tired. My feet is swollen because we sit all day in that services. We press in for God. I said, no, I'm not leaving till I know that man of God has left the building. And lo and behold, to surprise my pastor, Bishop Dad, came down with Benny in, and he came to sit in the garden where we were. Then I still told my wife, I'm going to move closer. She said, hey, you are so forward, always so forward. Behave yourself. That's for the VVIP. He said, never mind, man. I was hungry for the year. I will die, come. So it was a long time that we couldn't come, but my ear was there and my face was here, but my ear was there. And then by some supernatural act, boom, to Korea. So my bishop's wife came into the meeting with a cake in her hand. We're sitting outside in the, like the garden, like nicer than this, nice. It's in the night in Accra, Ghana. She brought this big cake and she said, it's somebody's birthday today. And I forgot I had my birthday the previous day. But they keep records of the board members. And then when she said it, she mentioned my name and I stood up. And she stopped the whole meeting. It's a woman of power. A woman of authority. She stopped the discussions. Benin had to shut up. Bishop had to shut up. We had to shut up. Everybody had to shut up. She was now taking the floor. She said, yeah, yeah, he's a man here who has left his home, left his family, left his church to be here, so they can't celebrate him there, but we will celebrate him here. And I thought, is it, I, I didn't even think it could be me because mine was yesterday. She made a mistake, but I kept quiet about the mistake. 
Sometimes you must keep quiet about a mistake. Are you with me? Don't always talk out. Just be quiet. You are not lying. You just said nothing. Hey. And she turns and she said, it's Pastor Chris's birthday. So I thought, Benin don't know who Pastor Chris is. So I'm going to stand up. So I made like I'm fixing my pants. And I was up. And then she said, now let us all sing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. So as they were singing for me, I was like, I was in cloud nine. But my eye was watching the table where the VVIPs were sitting. Penny in Archbishop Williams, uh, Moses Sona, Daggy with Mills, all at one table. Bishop Oliver, the VVIPs. And I was up. And they were singing and they were singing. And then she asked me, what did you like for your birthday? She, she asked me. Every, so I was see, I saw that these men were standing and singing for me. It's like, can you ever say that somebody like Benny sang for you happy birthday? You see, don't be jealous. I'm explaining to you the glory of God. So he's singing there, happy birthday. And then, Bishop Dag, who's my spiritual father, he looked at me, he said, I didn't know it's your birthday. Because it's your birthday, come and sit here by the table with us. Hey! I said to my wife, and she doesn't like me to tell the story, but it's the truth. She pulled me, she said, don't be forbarah. You know forbarah? Don't be forward. Those are for the VVIPs. I said, woman, get thee behind me. Thou thinkest not the thoughts of God. Thou thinkest the thoughts of man. So I ran to the table and they gave me a chair. And then they said, I must sit next to Benin. And then I came to sit. And then Bishop asked me, where's your wife? I said, oh, I had a wife. I forgot. Her. And I... And I had to get up and find her. She said, no, I'm not going. I said, woman, thou art loose of thy infirmity. Get up in the name of Jesus. But I think they can only yell at them spoil. The men just shook my seat. They will not have a trekker. I said, come sister. Come in the name of the Yara. And I sat there for two hours that night. I think we left at about 3 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning. Sat there with him. Close. Then he prayed for us. He laid hands on us. And my wife, because he's sensitive to the anointing. Yeah. Now I'm hoping that he will pray and lay hands on me and prophesy, you know. <laughs> so that I can hear what is God saying. Because I believe he's a man of God, great man of God. So as my wife just gets up, the anointing is so strong around the servant of the Lord. She comes and she goes, Ah, sister.
But I, I didn't sit back and say, Nee, ek gaan maar net een gewone christenkie wees hier so. Die Heere dien so een keer week. Ha-ha. I press in. I press towards the mark of the upward call. No, I'm not going to settle for less. I'm going to see what God has in store for me. If the anointing comes on through prayer, I'm going to come to the prayer meeting. If the anointing comes through long hours of prayer, then I'm going to rise up in the morning and pray. Even though I feel sleepy, though I feel tired. If the power of God and miracles fall because we must press into the kingdom, then I'm going to make my effort to read my Bible. Yes, I'm going to say no to my friends that keep me back from this thing because I'm not going to do Christianity like dipping my feet in the water. I want both feet in. Hallelujah. I'm pressing in. I'm pressing in. I press towards the mark of the upward call. The prophets came until John the Baptist. But now, you must press in for the things of the kingdom. Press in. And you will receive all the glory. The man at the pool. I say, Heere, ek kan nie, ek kan nie nader kom my ander spring in voor my, Heere. You must fight to be holy, ladies and gentlemen. Fight to be spiritual. Fight your way to the things of God. Hallelujah. Fight to become a pastor. If, it's, if God called you, fight to become. Because people will, will, won't praise you. People will say bad things about you, but you must press in. Your way to the top is not easy. You must press in. Amen. That's why I say to the young people, if they don't pass their schoolwork, go back, go back. Don't be shy. Go sit again in the class. Press in to get what God wants you to have. Hallelujah. Nothing will be given on a silver platter. You must rise up and press your way into the things of God. Hmm. He asked the man at the pool, how long have you been in this condition? I ask you this morning, have you seen wonders and miracles yet? If you say no, my next question is to you, how long have you not been seeing these things? It's because when, when it's time for you to jump in the water, you make an excuse, you say, another one goes before me and I'm still sick after 30 and 8 years. But the power of God is there. I like the part of the Bible where the, where the Bible says, the power of God was present to heal. But because of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the, the people who argued against Christ, they couldn't receive the healing. But those who believed, those who were hungry, those who press in, they receive from God supernatural signs and wonders. Blind eyes open. Deaf ears hear. Jobless people get provision from God. Hallelujah. Sick people are healed. Pains disappear. Press in. Cast out devils. Lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. Press in. I don't speak in tongues. I'm going to keep coming. Till I am filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Until I speak in tongues. Hallelujah. I went to church in the morning. I'll be back in the evening. Because you don't know if the morning seed or the evening seed will work. But I'm pressing in. You must press into the kingdom of God. Are you all hearing me? And then you will see it. 
the wonderful hand of God. Things that were not possible become possible for you. Hallelujah. I was in Uppington when I was a school teacher and I wanted to come back to Cape Town because I felt the Lord just needed me there for a season. The Lord said, it's time to go back now. It was my preparation time, my desert time. It was a real desert. We have a church there now, by God's grace. And we actually have property there now, I must tell you. Yes, the government gave us land there to build a church. Glory to God. I'm seeing the glory of God. But I was there for a season, for a year and a few months. Then they said, it's not possible to come back because of the, the red tape and everything. I tell you, if there's a man who saw God's hand, it's me. The doors can close, but with God, he can open a door. With my God, I a storm. And with my God, I over a meal. I'm a living testimony. I stand before you. This is the hand of God and the supernatural work of God in my life. My children are blessed. I, I gave it all up to live like a poor man. My cousin from Canada, he's, he's, a, he's also a school principal. He wrote me a letter. He said, I admire you. You have chosen to be poor for the rest of your life. He was discouraging me, but he said he admired me. He, maybe he thought I will change my mind. And I said, no. I've made my choice forever. Take the world, but give me Jesus. Because he's sweeter. He's sweeter than them all. And now I experience God's supernatural hand. And you can too. You won't stay where you are. God is going to do exceedingly abundantly for you what you could ever think. You must believe what I'm saying to you this morning. This is the word of the Lord to you. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready for supernatural things. Expect it to come. And it will come. It will come. It will come. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Hallelujah. As I was walking through the dusty streets of Uppington, I had one CD only from Don Moen. And the song that was the lead song in that CD was God Will Make a Way. The people laughed at me, my colleagues, they said, well, what are you trying? You can't, you can't do things that's not normal. I said, no, God said I must go home. And they said, but yes, people here, stuck here because of the shortage of English teachers. They won't let you go because you are in a great demand here. I said, it's time for me to go. I didn't even say goodbye to them because it happened so quickly. And when they thought I'm coming back, I never came back. Because God made the, door, made the door open so I could come back here. Already seeing long before the ministry of you people sitting here. I remember that little ditch. You know when you remember places you were, then you know the Holy Spirit was talking to you then. As we went down that ditch. It's the only song that he's playing that I ever remember. He will make a way for me.
I don't know who's here this morning that is in that type of a ditch and you think that it's not possible, that things will change. Maybe you had a bad experience in life, but I want to tell you, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. If you only believe, if you obey God and you press in, then you can also say, God will make Away where there seems to be no way, He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. Oh, He will be my guide, only closely to His side with love and strength. With love and strength. your eyes are closed maybe you have come here this morning as a visitor or somebody invited you but you know you're not serving God the way you should serve Him and this morning you want to say Pastor Chris pray for me I want to commit my life to God I want to start to serve God with seriousness I want to press in like you said I want to be more serious. I want to press in. I want to fight for that which God promised me. If you are here this morning, you say, Pastor, pray for me. I want you to put up your right hand and put it down again or just keep it till I see you and then I will put, I see your hand, young man. Is there somebody else? Is there, I see your hand at the back. I see your hand there, sister. I see your hand, young man. This is very important. I see your hand at the back. Beautiful. God is talking to you. I see your hand, sister. The Yara Prat met you. He wants you to come to Him and serve Him. And then the miracles, the signs and the wonders will be added to your life. Why don't we all stand just for a minute? Everybody standing. I want to ask those people who put up their hands to do what we all do. We come to the carpet here in front so I can pray for you. If you have belongings bring it with if you have a child you can bring the child with just come stand here I'm going to pray for you a very important prayer and Jesus will save your life today where there seems to be no way oh he works in ways we cannot see he will make a way for me oh yes he will be my God closely to his side with love and strength with love and strength for his unity he will make a way he will make a way oh he, he will sing make it again way. God will make a way God will make a way where there seems to be no way he works in ways Works in ways we cannot see. We cannot see. He will make a way for me. He will be my guide. Hold me closely to His side. Oh, with love and strength, 
you people in front here to lift your one hand to God and I'm going to pray with you but I want you to repeat these words after me this is the prayer we all pray to come to God to give him our lives and then he becomes our Lord and our master and from there he starts to lead your life in a new direction yes you're going to have challenges of course but with God in your vessel you can fight any storm. It's important to confess your sins before God. According to Romans 10 verse 9 and 10, if we believe with our mouth, with our heart, sorry, if we believe with our heart, we make a confession with our mouth in the Lord Jesus Christ that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. I want to help you to make that confession, but I can't believe for you. You must believe what you're saying now is real and genuine from your heart. Say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for the mistakes I made. I'm sorry for the mistakes I made. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please wash me. Please wash me. With your precious blood. With your precious blood. The blood of your son Jesus. The blood of your son Jesus. I'm sorry for my mistakes. I'm sorry for my mistakes. I receive Jesus now. I receive Jesus into my heart. Into my heart. To come and live inside of me. To come and work inside of me. To lead me. To lead me. And to guide me. And to guide me. Now I turn my back. Now I turn my back on my old ways. On my old ways. I turn my back on Satan. I turn my back on Satan. And I want to follow you, Jesus. And I want to follow you, Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. I believe. I believe. That Jesus came to earth. That Jesus came to earth. To die for me. To die for me. On the cross. On the cross. And he rose the third day. And he rose the third day. So that I can have new life. So that I can have new I life. I thank you for receiving me now. I thank you for receiving me. As your me child. Now. As your child, I receive you. I receive you as my master. As my master. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. and amen.